This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Hey, it's Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back again. Uh, Last week you were gone. I was. Because it was your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks, man. We were trying. Nobody really knows that how old you actually are. We were just guessing. We we're taking guesses. <laughs> we don't really know. I guess fifty six. That, that's not too far off. Is that close? Yeah, okay. somewhere around there. That's what I figured. This week Kevin's gone because he had a uh, had some family stuff to take care of. He had a death in the family. His uh, uncle passed away, so he's down in Oregon, uh, Oregon. hanging with them. So yeah, uh, if you got one, tip tip your tip your hat, tip your glass to to Kevin and his family. No, that's uh. <sighs> It's always a bummer when a family member passes away, but it, it's kind of weird. It, it's nice how it gets everybody together, you know? I mean, it's it's nice to see all the family members Most of the and things time like it's that. Nice. Yeah. Well, occasionally. <laughs> I guess it kind of depends on who, what your family's like yeah. and who's in the family. When emotions start flowing and sometimes if alcohol is included. At least that's just my family. That's, that's all I can speak to. Mm-hmm. But, hey, anyway. So uh, what's been going on with you this week in your uh, 56th year on this planet? Uh, nothing much, man. You know, I've been uh, been kind of busy. I slammed, um, week before last, I slammed my uh, ankle in um, one of my studio doors. And that's Jeez. a, yeah, that's, it's it's a 320 pound door. So we're not talking about like a normal household door. And uh, I, I was just not with it. First thing in the morning was a little, like pulled the door shut. It was a little clumsy getting my foot out of there. And it, uh, like, it, what's in the way? Yeah, it, it smacked my foot right uh, where, the top of the shoe hits the heel, like right in the Achilles tendon. Oh no! Like and on so, the back of your foot? Oh yeah! So I I went down, man. I, I was I was seeing stars for a second there. It it really, I thought I'd snap something for oh, a minute or two. Sounds it was, terrible. It was awful. So yeah, I've uh, I still got a kind of a chunk taken out of there. So God. shoes haven't been fun. I've been. How kinda, did you do that? You were just I, you're I like just, just not with it, man. I am not. I bet a you never gonna do person. that again. I damn straight. Dude, it's it's been hurting like like a mother ass. Dude, all you week. could like smash someone's head like a watermelon and one you of could, those things. You could really, really hurt somebody, like man. Break someone's arm off. Yeah, man. You know, that's I, uh, terrifying. My buddy Dave, uh, one of his friends, is uh, like really high up um, in. Uh, I can't remember what martial arts, but he he does MMA, and this guy was refusing to tap out, and he had oh him my in an God. arm bar in the game. He's like, "Dude, I'm gonna break your arm if you don't tap out." And the guy was like. Could do it. I'll never tap out. And I was like, "All right." And he snapped. <laughs> Snapperoo. And uh, I bet he tapped after that. Well, you know, Dave asked him. Um, he was like, "Well, you know, what's it? What's it feel like to actually break someone's bones with your bare hands? Like, what's what's the sensation?" He goes, "Well, have you ever taken a whole bunch of pasta, like all the pasta in the box, and <laughs> snapped it in half?" He says it's the exact same sensation. Just I think that. I'm gonna go throw up. <laughs> yeah, man. So next time you're making spaghetti, you can feel spaghetti. like a badass. I just broke y'all. Yeah, what's new with you, man? Oh, uh, man, just chilling at my house, trying to clean it up. I don't know. It's been dirty as f- so I've been trying to clean my house, as boring as that is. You know, that's it's not too bad. I just made the uh, made my list of things that need to be accomplished around the house. Yep. 
I gotta winterize my house, basically. Oof. I gotta, like, take care of my garden that's all full of that I didn't, like, that I grew but didn't, like, eat or do anything with. <laughs> There's still, like, a fat fucking watermelon just chilling there. Like, I- Somebody stole my pumpkins. I think I already went on a fucking tirade about that. Somebody stole your pumps? That sucks. Somebody stole my pumpkins out of my fucking garden. So it's not like- And I- This is what I said before. If they would have been on my front porch or whatever, I would have been like, alright, fine, whatever. But somebody, like, came in my fucking yard and took my shit. Yeah. They, like, cut it off the vine and, like, walked away with it. So I just feel a little fucking violated, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally understandable. How, how big the, did they get before they They got, were big, yeah. man. They were, like, uh, beach balls. Because I, re I remember you being fucking huge. I remember a couple months ago, you were stoked to grow some pumpkins. Right, well, the like, reason, really like... really pumped about it. And the other reason, the only real reason I give a shit is because I was out there in the 90-degree heat, like, watering these fucking things. Yeah. All summer. Yeah. And well, paying for the fucking water bill for the whole garden, too. Yeah, man, that, that's a bummer. And, no. then, uh, and then I went to QFC later in the day, and they were, like, pumpkins sitting in front of the store for, like, two ninety nine. I was like, couldn't you just fucking go buy one? Or you had steal to, like, one if you... Yeah, wait just pick one up and run away. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to come in my fucking yard and take this, like... <laughs> I don't know. Feels like someone just, like, flicked me in the nutsack, you know? Just not, not a swift kick, just, like, a little... Just a... Yeah, and I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Bummer, man. So, there's that. I also need to get my car fixed. Did I ever tell you the story about I was driving home from Metal Shop at, like, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning about six months ago during the summer? Mm -hmm. And the undercarriage piece of plastic that protects uh, your engine casing from, like, the elements? Yeah. Uh, underneath my car, broke off, flew up underneath my car, got caught in the wheel well, and was slapping against the side of my car as I'm driving 70 miles an hour down the freeway. So, I need to get that replaced before, like, my engine gets f***ed up because it's starting to rain that, a lot. That sounds like something out of a movie. You know, like the... It was like a straight Dumb and Dumber thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like the guy, the hero is driving the car and just right. random pieces falling so off. So, I, <laughs> I had this dilemma, and I'm like, okay, do I stop on the freeway at 3 in the morning when I'm the only car guaranteed to get pulled over by a, a state trooper. Guaranteed. Yeah, Because yeah. there's no one else in the road, and I'm, like, standing there. He First thing you do is, like, I'm bored as sh**. He pulled me over. So I just grabbed it out the side window and just kept going. I only had, like, two miles left before I got back to my house. So, I, And then I had to go home and cut it off with a saw. That's a bold move, man. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. Desperate times. You gotta make your, <laughs> gotta make your own rules in this world. Goddamn <sighs> right. Man. Uh, let's see. Political sh** has been pretty h hilarious recently. Still avoiding it I, like the plague. It's I, awesome. I, I can't, I can't I, deal. I have like every channel in the world because I have like the ultimate cable yeah. package or whatever. And so I was flipping through the, the stuff and one of the channels said Donald Trump press conference or something and it was yeah. on C-SPAN and I don't, I've never, I'm a political guy but I've never watched C-SPAN before in my life and it's an unedited and like in the middle of his speech Trump like dropped two hard S-bombs like in the middle of his presidential stump speech. He was like, yeah, that's all a bunch of political bullshit. And everyone's like, ooh. And then he said it again later, and it just, it was weird. Like, very disingenuous and, like, non-presidential. And I was just like, is anybody going to care about that? Probably not. It, it kind of seems like the awkward substitute teacher that's a little young and, like, cusses in class in high right. school to kind of get, the kids are like, like, oh, he's oh, cool. He said shit. He, he says what's cool. on his mind, man. He's, he's one of us. But now it's at the point where I think he's testing the boundaries of saying, like, I can literally say anything. And it won't matter. <laughs> Just a curious thing that I noted earlier today. So that's that's weird. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. I'm I'm worried about uh, 
about what's going to happen with this next election. It's it's a circus, man. And, you know, presidential elections are always a bit of a kind of a hoopla and a bit of a circus. But this one in particular is just really it's just bizarre. There's a lot. It's Well, I mean, there's less than a year, about a year until the election. Mm hmm. So at this point, when there's still 17 people running for president <laughs> on Republican and Democratic side, yeah. CNN's hosting the first Democratic debate on the 13th mm -hmm. or the 14th of October. So that's going to be Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, and a couple of the other, Lissig and one of the other two guys that are running also that I've never even heard of. So yeah. we'll find out. We'll see how it happens. I, I'm very curious to see if they're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we f***ing serious right now? As a country, this is crazy. Yeah. So. You know, I mean, the, and the news channels just have not been helping much of anything. Well, they, I mean, they never really do. Did, have you been keeping up what happened with uh, the shooting recently? Which one? There was, which uh, is a weird question to ask. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah, which I, one? I wasn't aware there was there was. I mean, the last one that we talked about, or I don't even know if we talked about it, was the guy who walked up on the camera crew and shot them. And then there was the one a couple days ago. I was talking about the... That's the, the one. At the... College in Oregon, yeah, yeah, in that, or, uh, yeah, in Portland down there, I, yeah, that's that's the one I was referring to. The um, CNN showed this clip of the chief of police stating, um, "We are not going to release the suspect's name." Right. He, we don't want to give him the limelight that he obviously. Yeah, and wants. they didn't. And it was didn't a, show his picture in nothing, which which is fantastic. I think yeah. I thought that was awesome. I thought that was really really awesome. And then he gets done with that speech, and immediately it it flashes over the blonde CNN correspondent in, in the skimpy dress, and just going, "Well, we've recently uncovered the suspect's actual <laughs> name. Here's his address. Here, here's his picture. It looks like he grew up in this town, went to this school, and right. like whole biography of the guy, and all this sh all this stuff. And you're just sitting there, just like, dude, come on, yeah, <laughs> it's." It's well. I, it, at this point, it's coming down to the kind of thing where I feel like people are doing this to reach this like fame, atten attention requiring attitude that we have in America, and mm -hmm. then a lot of the things that they've been saying, like why is this only happening in this country? Mm -hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Just the general fucking attitude of American people, and you know, yeah. And the way we all are. And I like I was talking to somebody on Facebook about it, and I think one of the only solutions that we can do, dude, is to just learn to treat people better. Yeah. From the top down, you know? Yeah. Actually act like you give a shit about another person. Because you never know if like somebody's on the verge of snapping and you walk up and sit, give them a compliment and be like, hey, I haven't seen you for a long time. Yeah. Nice to see you. You might have just averted a crisis just by doing simple things like that. Yeah. You know, so just be a better person in general. Man, last time I was having just kind of a bummer week, just a lot of really gnarly stuff went down that I didn't want to deal with. I was really stressed out. I was sitting I was sitting down on Capitol Hill, grabbing a slice of pizza, middle of the afternoon. Mm. Um, this girl I hadn't I had only seen at a couple of shows, can can't remember her name to save my life. But uh walked up just like, Oh hey, how's it going? You know, you're looking really good today. Like you're yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, you're, babe. You're rocking out. I was like, oh, well, thanks. And you know, it, it wasn't wasn't meant as like you know. Uh, hey, you look, your d looks really good today, Ryan. Yeah, I want to it. Yeah, nothing like that. But but just that little compliment, just big self esteem boost for the rest of the day. Kind of you know made my day. Right. Yeah, you just never know, man. Didn't snap and start punching people. <laughs> you're like, what do you say? You said I look good. I'll f you up. <laughs> I don't look good. But yeah, man, I, I think it's a, uh, you know, it's it's really nice to give out those little compliments every now and then. It it feels great to receive them, man. 
It's true. It's good for you. It's good for the soul. Yeah. I guess we should all be better people just in general. Yeah. That breaking news. We should not suck as humans anymore. <laughs> that advice from the Pope. Advice from Gandhi. Do unto others. Anyway, so there's a couple decent news stories this week. Let's uh, start by talking about uh, the one of the huge metal cruises that has been able to actually keep going. I think this is wh- how many years? Five, six years they've been doing? S- something like 70, that. 70,000 tons of metal? And I, I remember going on the very first one of these things, and it was a blast. That was, some, that was one of the best vacations I've ever had. It was so much fun. I need fun. to do it, man. And they're I need to get the f*** out of here. But now that there's a couple of other metal cruises going around, uh, I like that they've added the original to the logo. So it says 70,000 tons of metal, and then the original, the original heavy because the rest of you bite her ass bitches. <laughs> Although anyway, I, I would have gone on that Motorhead cruise, that looked pretty pretty fun. Yeah, did they? Anyway, they've recently released the full lineup of all the bands. It's actually it's, there's 20 bands left to be revealed, there's, but there's still 20 more. This list yeah. is huge, and they're adding more, like four or five more every week. They're like drawing it out. Mm. Read it off, man. All right, we've got uh, Ancient Rites, At the Gates, Aurora Noir, Belphegor, Bloodbath, nice. Church Agrin, Children of Bodom, Cradle of Filth, Delane, Dragon Force, Epica, Firewind, Flesh God Apocalypse, Gamma Ray, Hammerfall, Holy Moses, <laughs> uh, Iced Earth, Insomnium, <laughs> Carissian, uh, Lacuna Coil, Manila Road, uh, Moonspell, My Dying Bride, Rhapsody of Fire, Rotting Christ, Samuel, Sodom, Subway to Sally, uh, thif- thurfing, thurfing. I have never heard of that. It's the word surfing with a lisp. Thurfing. thurfing. I'm thurfing, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Suger. Shooter. Uh, yeah. Teresa's Tear, Valenfear, and uh, Visions of Atlantis. And there's 20 left. Wow, man. That is a. Uh, there's some heavy hitters on that list, man. It's very. Uh, it's kind of like European. <laughs> Black metal-y leanings. Yeah, man. Some of it. Uh, Bloodbath. That's awesome. Uh, A lot of people I saw post that this week, they were like, I never thought I'd be able to see that band. So if you want to go, you better get your 70,000 tons of metal tickets, bitch. Man, I remember uh, first time I went, uh, the the deluxe package tickets were uh, $666.66. For the deluxe? Yeah, that was- Totally worth it. Yeah, yeah. That was for the deluxe package. Not including airfare. Right. You got to get yourself there. Yeah. You got to get yourself there. Uh, speaking of which, Metalocalypse uh, has a strange phenomena going on right now. Obviously, they've been uh, off the air for a little while. Uh, yeah, 2013. It's been that long. Wow, that's weird. Hmm. So just after the fourth season. But somebody uh, or a new website has been created called metalocalypsenow.com. If you go there, and you should go there, because I want you to tell me what the countdown is to, they have a countdown that they started at seven days. I know it's four days something. So it's a countdown, and in four days, so by the next time you hear from us on this podcast, we'll have some news about Metalocalypse. Yep, it's uh, four days, 13 hours, 47 minutes, and 36 seconds. 35, 34, 34, 33. 33. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, so who knows, man? Uh, I know that they were offering up the possibility of like crowdfunding it, which I'm sure would be effective. What if it's uh, what if it ends the end of the countdown and it's just the staff of Metalocalypse just like waving? It's like a, <laughs> hi guys, Brennan Small's ball sack. <laughs> like, you got the goat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so if you missed it, Iron Maiden announced that they're coming on a 
North American tour, playing a few select dates. Actually, it's really a short tour. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I guess those are the only dates that are announced so far. It's stretching from late February to uh, mid-April, and they are playing the Tacoma Dome on April 11th hmm. with a band. I, this logo is so tiny down in the corner. It looks like it says Raven's Day or Raven something. Some band I've never heard of on tour with Iron Maiden. How does that happen? Do bands buy their way onto tours like this? It's got it or like a record label or it's a friend or it's like one of their kids' bands. Something like that. It's got to be some kind of... Because Iron Maiden's got to give the thumbs up. Yeah. You and know, the last couple times they played here, there was no opener. Well, you don't really need one. Of course not. Um, You know, I've, uh, I've always oh, kind of... Raven w- Age. I've never even heard of that band. I, I haven't either. You know, I've uh, I've always kind of wondered just how in touch the guys in Iron Maiden are. You know, if they're on, if they're more on the... In terms of music? Yeah, if they're more on the Phil camp or more on the Vinnie Paul camp. I'm sure it's kind of all... There's six dudes in that band. And we know Bruce is really busy. Yeah. With a lot, And I'm sure they all are also. I mean, I, I know Bruce I know Dickinson, they're probably fairly well off, so they can kind of just do what they want. I, I know Bruce mostly just listens to classical and, and a lot of opera from what I've read. I believe um, Not too sure about the, the other members. Maybe a listener can enlighten us. Let's find out. Uh, there are going to be two new Pantera compilations coming out this fall, just in time for the stockings. Uh, they're going to be doing a... One is going to be called History of Hostility. It's going to be a nine-track Pantera primer, whatever that means. That's going to be some of the band's most legendary tracks from all five studios. So it's basically another Pantera best of. <laughs> they're like, all right, let's just pick the good songs. So it's coming out on October 30th. And then on the flip side of that concept... Rhino Records is going to be releasing a compilation called The Complete Studio Albums, 1990 to 2000. So Cowboys from Hell, Vulgar Display of Power, Far Beyond Driven, The Great Southern Trend Kill, and Reinventing the Steel. And all of the seven inches with like the rare non-album stuff. Piss is going to be on there. The song they did for Dracula 2000 is going to be on there. So literally everything. That's kind of cool. So, um... Sorry, I'm, I'm still kind of reading this article a little bit, trying to wrap my head around what's going on. Uh, so, the title is, uh, Prague Court Rejects Damages Claim by Lamb of God singer Randy Blythe. Yeah, because you can't work while you're in jail. Yeah, and, um, man, uh... I mean, you can, but you ain't gonna get sh- Let's see, um, so Blythe's lawyer in the Czech Republic, uh, Michael... Sikora told the Associated Press the court on Wednesday dismissed his request to be paid 15.555 million Czech Karuna, approximately $640 and uh, $640,000. And uh, let's see. So, well, basically, okay, so when he's, not, when he's not working, he's losing all the money, right? Right. Which he doesn't get to sue for because that's conjecture. But what he did have to pay was a $400,000 bail. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like something like obviously all the travel back and forth. Like he promised to come back to finish the trial out, which he did. Mm-hmm. But dude, he paid all kinds of money. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then the the parents they wanted uh, another five hundred thousand dollars from him too, which apparently isn't going to happen. So basically, he just got jacked for like six hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a bummer. You you just got jacked by a government. You just got jacked by an, a com block Eastern f- 
fucking European government, dude. Oof. That's some straight extortion. Terrifying. It's messed up, man. Never going over there. So in uh, happier news, Phil Anselmo has another new project. Uh, this is, will be his uh, 300th band project. Yeah, 300,000. <laughs> so um, this is this actually looks really, really cool. The new project is called Scour, and it features members of John... Uh, the members are John Jarvis of Pig Destroyer, Gorefug Nosebleed, and Fulgora. Derek Engman from Cattle Decapitation, Chase Frazier from Animosity and Decrepit Birth, and Jesse Schobel from Strong Intention and Cast the Stone. That is a that's cool, very impressive lineup. Um, so uh, said the man himself, the scour thing was something that just popped up, and it's something that I think I can kill. Something I can lay it out. The short songs is a short EP, and that's something I can knock out. I guess after shoot after Superjoint is done with the Danzig tour. He went on to say, I think there's one of the fellows from Cattle Decapitation, but it's predominantly, in my ear, modernish, black metal sounding, thrashy, black metal type stuff. I'm going to put my own spin on it. I don't have to sound like your boy from Gorgoroth <laughs> to get Satan. the point across, man. Satan. There's other ways of singing over that type of music, and I shall employ <laughs> many styles. Get weird, Phil. I'm stoked about this, man. That's That sounds, <sighs> sounds promising. They said it was going to be what, like blackened? thrashy stuff blackened thrashy grind yeah that's a uh, that's quite a lineup you know i feel like uh when when you're in a band that's big enough kind of on that level not referring to phil but guys from cattle decapitation and gorefug nosebleed and pig destroyer and things like that you know it's it's kind of a quick easy extra couple of bucks in the cash just like hey let's just get together with a couple of the other dudes that we've toured with for years yeah that's probably the fringe benefit crank out a quick ep and you know when you're phil and you're in pantera you're just like yeah whatever man i'll just do whatever i'll jam with you i, I don't care i'll jam it let's jam, jam it. with the boy ready ready to jam it let's jam it uh, you want to take this next one because I think it's going to be hilarious. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tim. Okay, so Tim Comerford, who is the bass player of Rage Against the Machine, famous for climbing the tower at the MTV Music Video Awards in the late '90s, which and, was hysterical, and almost knocking the whole thing down. <laughs> just great. But he just did an interview with Rolling Stone apologizing for Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Apparently, last year at a show, and this is yeah, Limp Biscuit still playing shows. Uh, Fred Durst told the crowd. Yo, this is dedicated to the rap rock band that started this shit. <laughs> uh, before launching into a cover of Rage's <laughs> Killing in the Name. Killing in the Name. Killing in the Name, oh. Could you just do all of Metal Shop doing your uh, <laughs> first impression? Hey. No, I can't. No, there's no way. <laughs> this is Metal Shop. So Here's this is what he, cap. he said, I do apologize for Limp Bizkit. I really do. I feel really bad that we inspired such bullshit. They're gone, though. That's the beautiful thing. There's only one left, and that's Rage. As far as I'm concerned, we're the only one that matters. But then later on this week, Tim also went on to say that he didn't believe ISIS was real and that the United States government created it just so that we would have something to go blow up. Um, so I don't really know where he's at. I mean, obviously, he's in Rage Against the Machine, so he's got some, you know, extreme politics, to say the least. But, yeah, apology accepted, though, for Limp Biscuit. That's cool, man. I remember Nookie. I'm so, not going to say I didn't like it. So it looks like uh, Metallica's um, found something else to put their name on. Metallica <laughs> guitarist Kirk Hammett uh, 
His new guitar pedal, the Ghoul Screamer, is going to be made available on Halloween. And it looks like it's going to be an overdrive pedal with all kinds of bells and whistles on it. What is it? It's got. It's, uh, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to read the. It's. It allows you to do a look like. It looks like it's got an EQ. So you've got bass mids and. and it looks what, like what they're calling body. It, it looks like it's got a. Yeah, it's got a, a compressor. Bass, a, a bass an boost, a high boost, a boost. Boost. They were just like, hey, we're gonna take everything and put it into a. What did they say here? They they said it's perfect for everything. It's a uh, Kirk had a very specific vision for the ghoul. To perfect a circuit, circuit loved by generations, and create massive tones that redefine overdrive. Well, what circuit are they? I have no idea. It up? What I do know about anything that's created for if it's yeah. the cool screamer, I bet it's, it's I bet it's based off the green screamer, probably. But it's there's five more switches added to it, so it's going to expand the sound palette. It's it says so unless I can, I'm sure on YouTube you can watch it, but like I love this. Eating grin that he's got on his face as he's holding this thing up. <laughs> Me. I'm Kirk. Here's my pedal. He Look looks at the like, picture on top, dude. He looks like he's taking a sh in his pantaloons. Why do they pick like the weirdest pictures? I don't know. Like on he, purpose. The, God, this picture looks like a kid at a science fair that just like won a prize and his, his parents want to like, take like, the picture. I made this. God. <laughs> Good Jesus Christ. You hear the article about that kid that made the clock and took it to school and this parent or the teachers <laughs> called the cops? Yeah. <laughs> Good thing he's not that kid. I, I made this pedal. Get on the floor. Oh man. <laughs> That's crazy. Crazy talk, man. Yeah, uh somebody on Facebook was uh w- had the theory that well, the kid made the clock to get arrest intentionally to get arrested <laughs> so he could get invited to the White House. Because the president so he could get in there and blow it up. So the president invited him to bring the clock. Tight. <laughs> Little did you know, it actually is a bomb. <laughs> Goodbye, Obama. Obama uh, messed up that poor kid. Uh, Corey Taylor continues to add to his resume, and he's going to be lending his voice to the BBC series Doctor Who. Uh, but he's in a kind of a non-traditional way. So he's not going to be an actor in it. It's just his voice. So he's going to be the voicing the deep and terrifying roar to the alien warlord known as Fisher King. Hmm. So he's going to be lending his voice to the character. Yeah. So apparently it's a massive green alien that has tons of horns protruding all over the body. That sounds kind of metal. So, yeah, that's pretty rad. Good for him, man. It's just cool to see... Uh, Dude's expanding, and Corey Taylor is a good guy. He wasn't always a good guy, but he's tried to atone for a lot of his weird and for how hugely, insanely popular his bands are. He's really down to earth. So I'm not trying to like SSD right now, but it's cool. Just man, success comes to people that deserve it most of the time. This has been Metal Shop's backstage pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.